The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. He replied, What do you wish me to do? They answered him, Grant that in your glory we may sit, one at your right and the other at your left. And Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Can you drink the cup that I drink? Or be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? They said to him, We can. Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink, you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right and at my left is not mine to give, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they became indignant at James and John. Jesus summoned them and said to them, You know that those who are recognized as rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones make their authority over them felt, but it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you will be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you, you will be the slave of all. For the Son of Man did not come to, to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. The Gospel of the Lord. Growing up, I always hated watching the news because it seemed that whenever I watched the news, it would be nothing but bad story after bad story after bad story, and I'd get, done to, the, I'd get to the end of it and I'd feel horrible and think, what kind of world are we living in? And uh, so I used to complain anytime the news was on, you know, that just it was all this, um, just the worst of humanity seemed to be what the news chose to tell stories about. And so actually one of the things, I don't even have a TV, I don't watch the news anymore, um, but one of the things that I do love about modern media is the ability to flip through, you know, and to, to flip through and read what you want and skip right past what you don't want. And so I love my Flipboard app that I can read the news on on my iPad. I love Facebook for this reason, that I can scroll right through the stuff I don't want to look at or don't want to read and, and, and see some of the things that are joyful. I was home the other day and for some reason when I do have the chance to watch TV, Sometimes I'll turn the news on just to try to like keep up with, you know, whatever is on the news. And my sister said, why are you watching this? Turn it off. And it made me laugh, you know, just to think that she was reacting the same way that I was. But the reality is, the earth is full of the kindness of God. And that's what we heard in the psalm. The earth is full of the kindness of God. That means there's not just a little bit of it that we got to try to find. It's overflowing with God's kindness. Our earth is full of the kindness of God. And when we do realize that and begin to, to, to look at our world like that, that kindness begins to overflow and envelop our heart. So I just thought for 24 hours I would do that. I would just kind of see what our world was like as I scanned through Facebook. And I realized it's full of kindness and goodness. There's a lot of good. Like for every, you know, a hundred good things, there might be one negative thing, but there's a lot of good. It overflows with good. And there are three quick stories that I want to share 
um, that came up in the news feed. So I was just looking for examples of God's kindness present in our world. So we all know that God is kind and merciful, but the psalmist says, of the kindness of the Lord, the earth is full. So we can discover God's mercy and, and kindness throughout all the people on the earth. So one of the photos you've probably seen recently on Facebook is um, um, the one of the, the boy who was on the subway train. He was on a bus ride. And sitting next to him, there was this disabled man that got onto the bus and he was confused and he was anxious and he was worried. He was an elderly man and, um, and he was kind of disheveled, to say the least. And so he didn't know what to do and so he sat down next to this young adult and he said, I'm scared. And he went over and took his hand. And the young adult kind of was shocked at first and shook his hand like he just wanted to shake hands, but he didn't want that. He wanted to hold hands. And so the young adult actually held his hand and put, put his arm around him. And uh, that photo has gone viral on Facebook. People are so moved by the kindness and gentleness that this man showed to a stranger. Of the kindness and gentleness of the Lord, the earth is full. The next story um, was a wedding reception. And it was the mother-son dance. And the mother was going to dance with uh, the son was going to dance with his mother, but she had MS, and she was in a wheelchair. She was wheelchair-bound, and so she couldn't dance. So he brought her out into the wheelchair, and Mariah Carey's Hero begins playing over, over the, the sound system. And he says, I remember feeling uncomfortable standing over her. For the first few moments of the dance, it just didn't feel normal, and that's when I got down on my knees and danced with her. I had no idea of the impact it had until, until later when everybody told me. I wanted her to feel so special at that very moment, so I tried to make the best of it and spun her around and continued with a smile on her. And I, I don't recall at any point in the wedding thinking that this might be my last few moments with my mother. So I did that what I felt was right at the time, and I'm really glad I did because it's a memory that will last forever. You could see it in the eyes of all the people watching this son so devoted to his mother. And I couldn't help but think of that bride, you know, because they always say, if you, want, if you want to know the kind of guy you're going to marry, watch how he treats his mother. I couldn't help but think of the kindness and gentleness that was displayed before his mother. And when people see that, they want to share it. So that video has gone viral. We hear in the Psalms, of the kindness of the Lord, the earth is full. And the third story that I'd like to share, there was a man who was crossing train tracks and uh, an elderly man, he was on one of the automatic scooters and he was crossing train tracks and he got stuck on the train tracks. And a number of cars continued to pass him by to the point where the, the bells started to go and the lights started to flash and the bars started to come down and a 19-year-old mother was in her house and she heard this. She heard the sound of the train tracks and she looked out and she saw, she saw this happening. And so she left her kids inside. She's only 19 years old, but has a couple kids. And she ran outside to this 75-year-old man who was 200 pounds. And she helped pick him up out of his um, scooter, walked him aside. And just as they got over the railroad tracks, the train came and, and, and took his scooter. The girl says, I can't sleep yet. Every time I try to, I see the train coming at me. And it really bothers me. I haven't had a full night's sleep for two or three weeks. She said that if I'm not keeping myself busy, like watching TV or doing something else, every show seems to bring up that memory of the train coming. And I think, what if I didn't go to help him in time? 
Fortunately, she did, and she spared his life. She has two children, Destin, two, and Michaela, who is one, and she left them uh, back at home crying and got back to them, and she said, I just remember looking out the kitchen window, seeing this happening and watching as cars continued to drive by to beat the train. And she said, I couldn't even think of anything else to do but to run out there. And she ran out into the train tracks and saved this man. She said, I was freaking out, but I think my adrenaline started going. I tilted the wheelchair back and pulled him out, and that's when the train hit the wheelchair. At first, I thought the train had hit him because it was so close. And after the shock of it, the man said, oh my gosh, you're my guardian angel. Of the kindness of the Lord, the earth is full. Sometimes we get focused on the negative. You know, sometimes in life, and our newscasters do this, sometimes we want to focus on everything that's wrong in the world. But there is so much good in the world. There is so much grace in the world. As a matter of fact, as the psalmist says, of the earth in its fullness, the kindness of the Lord fills the earth. And so the reality is, we all have the, the enemy that works at us, the enemy that tries to get us to look at what's wrong with the world, to try to look at what's wrong with ourselves, to try to bog us down in despair and hopelessness. But it's a lie. It's a complete lie that comes from the enemy. The despair that says our world is going nowhere, the despair that looks at our church and says our church is falling apart, the despair that says we don't have enough priests, that, you know, any kind of despair is not of God. It's of the enemy. And it's a lie. Because the truth is, of the kindness of the Lord, the earth is full. Ultimately, despair is not of God. Shame is not of God. Anything that causes us to look down on ourselves, to look down with disdain on others, to look at uh, despair upon the world, it's not of God. It's only a temptation of the enemy. And you have been strengthened. As you receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, you become Christ in the world today. You become the truth. And when we look with the eyes of Christ upon the world, Christ doesn't look upon the world with despair. He looks with great delight upon what he has created. And he helps us realize ourselves of the kindness of the Lord, the earth is full.